Hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes and Technology. My name is Opal Singleton and we come to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Well, we've been doing this show well over five years now. It's hard to believe. Our organization is involved in all kinds of work that really are focused on keeping your kids safe from predators. We get involved in things like sex and labor trafficking, social media exploitation, child pornography, and, uh, you know, we we combat. Let me make that very clear. We combat child pornography, also known as CSAM, child sexual abuse materials, and also uh, uh, sextortion. Uh, that's uh, blackmail with a photo. So we deal with a lot of online crimes, especially crimes involving minors, uh, young people under the age of 18. And we also deal with uh, adult uh, uh, sex crimes, such as uh, human trafficking. I wanted to remind you, I brought this up a couple of weeks ago, I wanted to remind you about a case that we're asking for more information about. Riverside County has a human trafficking task force, an amazing task force, just incredible uh, as far as standards go across the United States. We're one of the few task forces that was funded for three times by the Department of Justice. And that's saying something. Now, we also support the San Bernardino Human Trafficking Task Force. But for Million Kids, which is the organization that brings you this radio show, we serve as the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Human Trafficking Task Force. But what you will find is that pimps and pedophiles don't really care which side of the 10 freeway they're working. And so we will see that we're very often involved in Riverside and San Bernardino County, and they're doing a great work over in San Bernardino County. And uh, by the way, I've, I've been talking to some of the Rotary members over there in San Bernardino County that are looking to support that local task force uh, out of Redlands and uh, very, very proud of all those people. They need all the support that we can get. In Riverside County, we're a little bit unique in that we've had federal funding three times. And we also have a sheriff who really, when everybody else was across the board, standing up and, and or excuse me, standing down, I should probably say, and not funding a lot of the specialized groups. For instance, out of Los Angeles, they uh, really shut down a lot of their gang task force, their drug task force, and their human trafficking task force. And that makes it very, very difficult for law enforcement to be able to go out and solve these complex crimes. Many of the crimes, such as things like uh, child pornography crimes, which are handled by what they call ICAC, Internet Crimes Against Children Task Forces, many of those crimes take weeks and months and months to investigate. But when you get into human trafficking crimes, they can take a very long time. Because oftentimes what will happen is that someone will start locally, let's say out of Moreno Valley or Victorville or or uh, maybe out in um, San Jacinto, and they will recruit usually using online, although they will also recruit in schools and at malls and like that. And these are 
pimps and pimp wannabes. These are uh, young people, both male and female. 60% of girls that are recruited into sex trafficking are recruited by another girl. And this is a girl that's being used by usually a male pimp to do the recruiting. And so what will happen if they recruit you out of here locally, they will very quickly move you out of the area and put you on a sex circuit where you're placed in motels and advertised online or uh, because of a new law that, that is going to start in January, you will see a lot more of this taking place on the street. You, those of you that follow this show know that I'm talking about SB 357, and it really ticks me off. Uh, that bill is just uh, one sad state of affairs for California, in my opinion. But anyway, uh, they will move you around, and so uh, suddenly the girl disappears. They especially prey on people like that are in the foster care system or kids that have been adopted or have only single parents or uh, maybe very young kids that are naive, and uh, they will recruit them, usually looking like some sort of friendship, and then they very quickly start to move them away. So back to the case I want to remind you of, this is a case involving Lloyd Turner, and it is a Riverside County Human Trafficking Task Force case. We sometimes call them RCAT. It's spelled Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force, R-C-A-H-T. You have to get up early in the morning to to get all that out. But they uh, conducted a human trafficking investigation earlier this last month, or maybe I should say in the middle of the month, in Riverside and L.A., Los Angeles and Seattle. So this is what I mean by moving the young people around. During that investigation, which was uh, handled by the Human Trafficking Task Force out of Riverside County, they learned that Lloyd Turner, who's 29 years old, was involved in human trafficking. So on June 28th, with the assistance of the Special Enforcement Bureau, they served a, a search warrant in Riverside City at 3500 block of Lemon Street. During the serving of that search warrant, they found a stolen AK-47 magazines and ammunition were located inside the location. Now, we're not talking about magazines like Vogue and, and uh, like that. We're talking about magazines of ammunition. I point this out because this is very serious stuff. This is one reason why you do not want to just get involved in a human trafficking case. If you know about it, you will want to report that. Uh, the reporting number, one 888 and you can report anonymously. I'll try to remember to give that out at the end of the show for what it's worth. Anyway, uh, they went in with their search warrant. Here's the guy with an AK-47 and a bunch of ammunition in there. He was arrested and taken to jail for human trafficking, pimping, pandering, possession of an assault west weapon, and possession of stolen property. Now, Riverside County Task Force is asking for more information. If you know the individual named Lloyd Turner or anyone that may be being exploited here in Riverside County that might be related to that, you can call directly to the task force to Deputy Mario Chavez 
at 951-955-1700. Let me give that again. 951-955-1700. And uh, ask for Deputy Mario Chavez and uh, tell him if you know of a situation like that that might involve trafficking. So what I want to talk about today is I've seen three stories and I kind of want to weave them together as we talk about this. This particular story is related to a young girl down in Georgia, and her name is Kaylee Jones, and she's 16, and she is still missing. Now, this happened way back in the middle of June, I believe it was, and they still don't know where she's at. Now, Million Kids serves as a training and outreach coordinator for the task force locally. So that means that we get involved in similar cases. We're not involved in this case, but I think it's a good example for parents and grandparents and teachers and pastors to be able to listen to this and understand what is happening. We take these calls where parents are missing their kids. One of the first things that happen is these kids go online and they meet somebody, and we are seeing more and more cases where the kid sneaks out of the house and meets up with this person. And in this particular case, she's been gone a couple of months now, and they still don't have any word about her. I'm going to tell you that since I work with the parents that are missing their kids, I can tell you that that is the loneliest, the most frightening situation for any parent or grandparent to have a child that is missing. And you know, they've been talking to someone online and you have no idea where they went. You don't know if they're in Las Vegas or Los Angeles or Tijuana. They're just flat missing. And you comb through all their social media. You try to understand what you did wrong that you might have been able to change to stop it. And you rack your brain as to where this kid could be and if they're alive or not. And why don't they contact you? That is a desperate situation for a parent. So I want you to understand that today. This is Opal Singleton. We are up against that break. So we'll be right back. Listen up, folks. You no longer have to drive out of the IE for a great restaurant experience. The Toasted Barrel, an upscale casual steakhouse located in Corona, has been winning award after award for their great diverse menu, service, ambience, wine, and cocktails. Customers call the barrel the perfect date night. Inland Empire Magazine has awarded them best restaurant four years in a row. Wine Spectator recognized the Toasted Barrel's wine program for their award of excellence. Toasted Barrel is famous for their certified Angus beef, prime, wagyu, and Kobe steaks, and they have some of the best pasta and seafood around. With happy hour and daily specials every day of the week, their appetizers and drink selections are the best around. Live music starts every Friday and Saturday at 5.30. Planning a dinner party, wedding rehearsal, family gathering, or holiday party? Look up Toasted Barrel online and make your reservation today. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, 
and exploit our young people using social media, online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light, and we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can get this book by going to www.meandkids.org. It's $16, I'll sign it, and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book, educate yourself about how to keep our kids safe in this day of changing technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at 3 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sellers and buyers recognize that these low interest rates will not last. Sean and Colleen at Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton and I want to share with you this case out of Georgia because I think it's an important case for all of us as family members, as leaders to understand. First, I want to give credit where credit is due because I'm using their article. This is a young lady by the name of Audrey Conklin. She is a Fox Business and Fox News digital reporter, and she's done an excellent job of giving us facts and like that. I I admire reporters that really report these days because so much of it is, uh, you know, hyperbole and, and, and opinion and this and that and the other thing. And this is a solid article, well written, and I compliment Audrey Conklin for this. The headline on this, uh, and there are several articles, by the way, I, I always spend a lot of time preparing, doing show prep and research. Um, the headline on this is um, Missing Kaylee Jones, 16, may be in dangerous situation after talking with strangers online, according to the expert. You will soon find that the expert in this case is uh, Callahan Walsh. That is uh, John Walsh of America's Most Wanted, one of my heroes. Uh, when I was younger and he was younger, I never missed his shows. And uh, I, I congratulate him because he built an organization called NECMEG, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. And it is NECMEG, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, that is taking our our movie, the movie Sextortion, The Hidden Pandemic. We now have a release date of October 5th. It has been a long time in coming. But they are preparing that uh, movie in segments that can be put in schools across America. They have contracts to put them in schools across America. We will be uh, previewing this show in September at uh, USC and also Saddleback Church down in uh, Orange County, and uh, we will be promoting that, and you can get tickets online. And I'm hoping that hopefully before the end of the year, it'll be live streamed out to the general public. So uh, he is the uh, expert that we're talking about. I digress there. I'm going to get back to Kaylee Jones. Kaylee is 16 years old, and uh, she was adopted. She is a special needs child. 
Now, I'm going to tell you that when I read these, it makes my heart sink. I get calls regularly from parents who have autistic children or their special needs children of, um, you know, maybe they're slow learner children or uh, they have something that challenges them. And these children, if they're online, are particularly vulnerable. Now, it's hard to keep them offline because everybody they know has some sort of little device. And even if they're only seven or eight years old, and so this one's 16 and she wants to be online. And that is what has happened. So she's gone two weeks. This is about, uh, this was written a couple of weeks ago. So at that point, she'd gone two weeks without her medication. She disappeared on June 14th. Uh, in the rural area of Georgia called uh, Wapping Creek Church Road. Kaylee, if you're listening, her parents say, please come home or let us know if you're okay. We are worried. You know, you read that and you just hear the bleeding of the parents' heart. This little girl was adopted, I believe, when she was one years old. One year old, excuse me. And uh, we often see that happen. We'll see young people that have been brought in uh, and given absolutely everything, solid families, uh, love, support, and like that. But they start when they go through puberty of looking around to see who admires them and who loves them. And I I don't know Kaylee Jones, so I don't know that, that that's how it happened. But I know that I've heard that story a thousand times over, that uh, many kids, kids that are at risk, especially uh, kids from broken families, kids that have uh, step parents and the parents don't agree on who gets um, the uh, devices. And when they go to one house, they get it and the other house, they don't get it. And and they have different standards. Sometimes it's a foster kid. But oftentimes, it's a very smart, straight-A student from a regular home without all of that at-risk business involved. You see, this can be anybody who's looking for love and approval online. It goes that simple. And some of the, the victims that we have are some of the smartest kids in the room, straight-A students with solid parents. And yet they still go online and take these chances. So uh, their parents are are begging for her to return. So their parents are explaining that prior, two days prior to her disappearance, they confiscated her phone in an effort to discipline their daughter, at which point Kaylee turned to her laptop and began communicating with strangers on chat rooms like Omega. O-M-E-G-L-E, Omegle, okay, O-M-E-G-L-E. Now, if you have never heard of that site, mom and dad, I would invite you, when no other children are in the house, to go on YouTube and just plug in Omegle. I don't disparage a lot of apps because, you know, it isn't the app. It's the user of the app. Most of you hear me talk about you can drive a car to a church or you can drive a car to a strip club. It is not the car. It is how you train the driver of the car. However, I do not believe any young person ought to be on Omegle. 
And in fact, they have some pretty strict guidelines of the age, but of course, they don't enforce it. So go on to YouTube. It is Talk With Strangers. You do not know who you're going to talk with. And it gets absolutely nasty and grueling. Okay, some of the stuff they tube, they pretend to be the devil. They pretend to be eating somebody else's brains. They they get very sexual and they scare, as you will see, eight, nine, 10 year old kids on that site while mom's gone to the grocery store. And she apparently was on that site. That site also allows users to send direct messages or video chat with one another. It is not like something like, let's say, Facebook, where you can friend and unfriend and know who you're talking to. This is talk with strangers, and that's what it was. Kaylee shared personal information, including her family's address, with some of the quote-unquote guys she was speaking to online. Now. Number one rule with people that you're giving devices to is they must never share your personal information. Now, frankly, it isn't all that hard to find. Apps like Grindr, which is a gay dating site, will give priority to people who are closest to you in geolocation. So that's how many of our young boys get violated that think, especially if they think that they're gay, they will go on Grindr just out of curiosity and they will be given to the person that's closest and they start hooking up and they start talking and they start suggesting that they mentor and that they meet up. So many of your apps, you should know every app your child is using. And if it has a geolocation device on it, especially those hookup sites and dating sites, they will be able to hook up in person easier for what it's worth. On June 14th, she climbed out of her second story window of her home and apparently left the area without any way to communicate with her family since her phone had been confiscated. They began searching with their daughter ever since, or they have been doing Authorities have interviewed the identifiable people she had been communicating with in social media on apps like Facebook and Snapchat, but tracking down anonymous users in chat rooms such as Omega is a lot more complex. As a result, the 16-year-old's conversation with strangers online may make Kaylee a human trafficking victim. We are seeing so many of these cases where kids, where parents will put their kid to bed. They are dealing with um, issues. Maybe they know that there's a social media issue and maybe they are totally naive, but they get up in the morning and the child is gone. The child has voluntarily gone out their bedroom window and snuck out. And it's usually just to meet the person to see what they're like. They never intend to run away or disappear, but they do. And the result is often catastrophic. And it's looking like that for this particular case. My name is Opal Singleton, and we are up against that break. So I'd ask you to stay with us and we will be right back. 
Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno-impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo, and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift, and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. We are looking at this case of uh, Katie, Kaylee Jones out of uh, Georgia. It could be any case anywhere. This girl looks like a great young lady, uh, but it's a very challenging kind of situation. You know, one of the things that I am known for is my tens of thousands of hours of research to train first responders. I train uh, law enforcement, code enforcement, uh, fire departments, and I train all across America and have done that. I've now trained almost, we think, about 600,000 people. I, ca- I kept counting up to half a million people after a while. I thought, does anybody care? You know, so I quit doing the math because couldn't find it half the time anyway. But, uh, you know, one of the things I will tell you, mom and dad, is I see this over and over and over. I, I just picked three cases off the top of my head that were very similar. Uh, last last. Fall, I think it was. There was a twelve-year-old girl out of Fresno talking to a guy online from Virginia, and you know, mom and dad put her to sleep. And the next thing you know, next morning, they don't know where she is. They're looking everywhere for her. And by about noon, she was picked up in Denver as she was laying over on a flight with this guy. He was a convicted pedophile who was running a pedophile ring in the dark web, had tens of thousands of photos. And this girl got up in the middle of the night, ran off with him, went to the Fresno airport, got on the plane. And fortunately, somebody started asking questions when they laid over in Denver. Otherwise, that girl's life would have changed forever. Something similar down in Escondido, this boy was 16. And one of the things about all this talk about being gay, and and by the way, I'm not against being gay in any way, shape or form. I'm not, but, you know, other people are, and that's okay. I have several people in my family that are LBGT. 
and uh, and delightful people and, and some of our good friends. But one of the trends that's happening with all this gender identity thing is that we have social media, especially for our young males. And they start asking a lot of questions about themselves. And so whether that rather than to have a discussion with their family or their pastor or a counselor where they can sort through it and decide what orientation they want and be able to uh, do that in a healthy manner, one of the things that's happening is they're hooking up on sites that are geolocated and all these people are offering to be mentors. And these kids, even the males, get this kind of fantasy relationship going, thinking, well, I really am, and this person is going to lead and guide me, and I can trust them where I can't trust my parents. They will almost immediately turn these kids against their parents. And this was the kind of thing that happened with a young man down in Escondido. They met met in a video game chat room, and he became enamored with him. The guy lived in Orlando, Florida, and this kid lives in Escondido. He goes to school and he sneaks out after the first class. So it's the last class of the day before the parents know that he is missing. By this time, he got on a plane with this man at LAX. By the time the parents understood it, now the parents were aware that he was talking and they totally disapproved. They had gone online and done what you should not do, by the way, and that is tell the pedophile you're aware he's a pedophile and to leave your kid alone. You don't ever do that. Stay quiet, take your child and take the social media, uh, screenshot it, don't show it to everybody, but don't delete it. And then go to your local ICAC unit, Internet Crimes Against Children unit. Almost every police department has a connection to ICAC, Internet Crimes Against Children. In this case, they were worried about it. They'd told the guy off, but the young man skipped school and met up with him, and he went to LAX. Now, fortunately, the parents were smart, and they knew how to get through his social media. They called in the police who called in the FBI, And they were very quick to meet the young man and the pedophile at the Orlando airport as they were getting off the plane. Otherwise, that kid probably would have disappeared forever. Let me give you one more example of this. This is the case of Patricia Alatori. I've talked about this before, but she was a bright and delightful young lady out of uh, Bakersfield cute as a bug, high energy, a smart, uh, everybody loved her, but she went online and she met, she was 13. And that's usually when it starts, you know, you're going through puberty and you're looking around to see who likes you. And in the old days, you just look down the block or the kid in school, but now you can look around the world and that's how it works. She hooked up with a guy who was 23 and she thought that was fantastic. He was from Inglewood, and his name was Cruz, uh, 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 Alamondro, I think it is, Cruz. He's 23, she's 13, Patricia Alatori. Somewhere along the line, they actually hooked up that knew, nobody knew about until it was too late. It ended in oral uh, compilation, and uh, they know that from his testimony later on. We don't know if it was forced or it was... Uh, Mutual, we don't know. But the second time she snuck out voluntarily out of her house, put her clothes 
under her bedspread and snuck out to meet him. She was last seen at three in the morning getting in his pickup truck. She was heard screaming, and later they found her body. She had been raped. She had been uh, strangled and then raped again, and then her body was burned. She was a delightful young lady. I, I look at that, and I know in my heart that if somebody could have got through to her before this happened, she never would have believed that it, she, it could have happened to her. This is what happens with so many kids. They all believe it's not going to happen to them, that they can take these chances. Well, they go on in this article. So this girl has disappeared. They now talk to uh, Callahan uh, Walsh. And he's saying that uh, authorities have interviewed identifiable people that had communications with her through Facebook and Snapchat. They've tracked down anonymous users in the chat room on there. Uh, So uh, Callahan is saying that she most likely has been abducted either by somebody she knew or somebody that she was in communications with, maybe a complete stranger after she left home. These are very dangerous situations. Absolutely, somebody could have come to pick her up, Callahan says. Somebody she was chatting with, somebody that uh, may have started what she believed to be a relationship, and that's usually how it works. For those of you that are interested, I wrote a book. It's been a while now, but it's still very applicable, called Grooming uh, Seduced, the Grooming of America's Teenagers. They don't they think they're going to be kidnapped and they'll be able to avoid it. No, it doesn't work like that. It starts out as a relationship and you get a fantasy going and you start to take chances. And many of these kids just simply want to sneak out for a few minutes to see what they're like. But once you're in that car, if you have a phone, they throw it out the window they they lock the door, they'll pull a gun on you, and poof, you are gone. We can't rule out that she was running away from home, and it was somebody that she didn't know that picked her up, which is going to be even more difficult, according to Callahan, because she doesn't have access to a data trail that law enforcement could follow to pinpoint who that person was. But even if the parents had not taken the phone, and she took it with his, trust me, they will throw it out the window. By the way, if you see a phone along the side of the road, take it to the police department. So they go on to say that uh, this could be anything from grooming and luring online to sex trafficking, sextortion, all kinds of exploitations. The challenge here is that this has become absolutely massive. And this is why we made the video that I am just anxious to have come out in there. Uh, Literally, because of the COVID lockdown, they saw more than a 100% increase in calls on these kinds of things. Uh, Literally, they took 29.3 million calls. That's 80,000 calls a day where kids get into trouble. Most parents who didn't grow up with the internet have a difficult time talking with their kids about safety because they don't know the apps that the kids are on. 
The best thing you can do, parents, is to tell your kids, you're not getting an app until I have the same app and you're explaining to me how it works and I am going to check your phone because we want you to come home at night and be there when we all get up in the morning and not sneak out and hook up with one of these predators. So literally what has happened here is the parents know the passwords and they need to know the app so that you can keep your kids safe from predators. This is Opal Singleton. We will be right back. Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family-owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long-lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID-19 compliant. From basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951-781-9345. That's 951-781-9345. You will know you found the best. Custom Service Systems. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Realty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens. And she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of Million Kids because she cares about young people. But she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax Realty 951-733-8899. That's 951-733-8899. 951-733-8899. This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 freeway or click bmwofriverside.com. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. We have been talking about the Kaylee case here, and uh, she is five foot eight, weighs one hundred and thirty pounds. They are looking everywhere for her. Her parents are Kaylee Jones. She's from Georgia, so you most likely won't see her out here, but you could. Uh, if you want to know more about that, you can uh, you can follow us over at millionkids.org. We will post this story. Uh, Follow us on Facebook. I can't tell you I'm a fan of Facebook, but we do uh, have 
we have rebuilt. They took us down at one point. They didn't like our attitude on Proposition 20, so we got taken down. But we're back up again with maybe seven, 8,000 followers. We had tens and tens of thousands of followers at one point, so there you go. Anyway, talk to your kids. With, with your younger kids, you know, if somebody sends you a video of kids playing around, uh, do not accept videos from other people. But if they send that, show it to your parents immediately. You know, the problem with putting very young kids online is that they haven't been through puberty. So they don't know what um, adult sex is. And so therefore they don't understand pedophilia. And so it's a challenge when you put prepubescent kids online. I am personally against it. I say if your child is too young to have the sex talk, they're too young for a phone because it's kind of like taking your child down to a local strip club and leaving them off. They won't understand what's happening, but in the meantime, they're in grave danger. So how do they support themselves? Now, for older teens, the conversation has to be the fact that uh, you know, you need to protect yourself and your younger kids. You need to be the leader in the room. Now, I want to just mention to you one other article that seemed a bit bizarre when I first read it, but it makes great sense to me. And in the last part of the show, I wanted to share it with you. The headline uh, it's published by, oh, this happens to be Fox News, too. I look at all kinds of media, but these are Fox News. Um, the headline, Ren Eleanor, W-R-E-N, Eleanor, TikTok movement inspires moms on social media to remove photos of kids. Okay. And then she calls them six people. This is about TikTok. And this mother is one of many mother mothers uh, that have wanted to share something. She said, I just saw the post on TikTok and was appalled by the story and decided I needed to protect my own daughter. She's looking at the three-year-old TikTok star. Did you get that, mom and dad? Three-year-old TikTok star at the center of the movement. Now, this girl is named Ren Eleanor, W-R-E-N, last name E-L-E-A-N-O-R. She has 17 million followers on the short-form video app run by her mother. She is three years old. The account consists of seemingly innocent photos and videos of Wren, a blonde hair, rosy-cheeked toddler doing normal toddler activities, as well as some sponsored content. But as her mother began deleting some content once her father's followers and other TikTok sleuths noticed that certain videos were being saved by other users in numbers that sparked concern. Now, keep in mind, this is a mom who's putting her three-year-old on TikTok, who's become a star, 17 million followers. But when they started looking at the followers and the save feature that allows users to tag videos, they are easier to find and refer back to. One user noted that a video of her wearing a cropped orange shirt was saved more than 45,000 times. This is a three-year-old toddler. A video of her eating a hot dog was saved 375,000 times. She highlighted unsettling comments on her videos and pointed out that popular searches for Wren's account included phrases like, Ren Eleanor hot dog or Ren Eleanor pickle, meaning users were frequently searching for videos of a three-year-old eating a hot dog or a pickle. 
Not only can, I want you to listen to this, mom and dad, not only can videos and photos be saved on TikTok and other social media accounts, but predators can use smartphone screen recording feature or screenshot content directly to their phone without being traced. So once they began to realize what was happening here, they took action. Ren's story brought it to light a lot of sick people in the world. She decided to remove her daughter's photos of anyone who is not close family or close friends. My duty as a mother is to protect her from things like this. I took the initiative to remove her photos from anything like Ren's situation can happen to my own daughter. So I really want you to understand that this started out innocent enough. And then they start to realize this is the World Wide Web. And that's really what my movie is all about and what the work of me and kids is all about. I wrote a second book. They are all for sale, by the way, at millionkids.org. This one is called Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. And it, if you think about your kids today, you have very young kids online without supervision. You have very sophisticated apps that pedophiles and predators understand more than parents, where they can access, groom, recruit, and exploit your children. And on top of it, your children will be the first generation that can reach the entire world, but the entire world can reach them. Think about this. This three-year-old girl had 17 million followers on TikTok. That is nothing new. Your kids are going to be in a world that has hundreds of thousands of interactors, and we have to teach them on how to use social media in a way that is responsible for themselves and to be leaders for the next generation. That is a huge undertaking and a huge responsibility, both for parent and child. But how we train this generation of young people to use technology responsibly and use it in a way that honors themselves and glorifies God is the greatest challenge for leadership for this generation. I believe how we teach this generation of kids to use technology appropriately will set the stage for all future generations. And that is the work of me and kids. I hope that this has been helpful for you. You can follow me and kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. Follow us, ask for those insider alerts and follow our postings on Facebook and get involved and educate yourself and your children and your grandchildren about how to use technology wisely. This isn't a thou shall not or holier than thou or becoming an absolute cop all the time. Although I will tell you, when you see your child in trouble, don't waste time, take action. And don't be afraid. If you don't understand how those apps work, get somebody to teach you how those apps work and have that dialogue with your child. That is the work that we're doing. Prevention, intervention, prevention. We've got the movie coming out this fall. I'm finally, finally grateful. We will be having an event at USC and Saddleback. If you want to know more about those, you can follow us on Facebook and uh, millionkids.org. We'll be starting to release the invitations before too long and uh, show that movie. 
But we also need your help. And we really, really appreciate each and every one of you that stay close to us and follow us and get involved. You can do that by going to millionkids.org. You know, sign up on there. If you can donate to support our work, I will tell you everything we get, we appreciate. We're a fairly small organization, but we are very, very dedicated to making this happen. Have been here 15 years. We work with the sheriff department. We work with police and uh, fire departments. Uh, we educate. We do everything we can to to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can send that donation, whether it's by the old-fashioned check. We have a P.O. Box at millionkids.org, P.O. Box 7295, Riverside, California, 92513. Or just simply go to millionkids.org and donate anywhere on there. You can do it by text. You can do it by uh, by uh you know, just donating online. There's a lot of ways that you can support our work or buy our books. We appreciate you. This is a changing time. We see it in our politics. We see it in our global standards. We see it in moral standards or the lack thereof. But it is the most important time in our lives to take care of our families and prepare that next generation to have strong moral values, whether they're online or in person. We hope you'll join us next Saturday at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet, more than 6 billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno-impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo, and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift, and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators.